The World Show with Nikki B. And if you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. I'm Nikki B. And uh, yes, this week I was uh, very lucky to catch up with an artist who's known as uh, Afrotronics. And he's going to be performing both in Joburg and in Swaziland this month. And it's an absolute delight to have chatted to him and also to be sharing his music uh, with you. So I wanted to know from him where he comes from. I was born in Chad. Bidea, this is a little village of Sara tribe in the south of Chad. And, uh, and I grew up in Jamena, the capital. And my father uh, was a pastor in the church. And my grandma uh, and my grandpa, they are more close to traditions and uh, before Christianity, so this African spirituality. So I grew, grew up with the both culture I would say Christian and this very deep down ancestral African Sara tribe culture and it comes with music dance and and so my grandma the whole the story of her whole life is about it through the songs that she's telling us this is how I so I grew up with the music Yes, Afrotronics. His uh, birth name is uh, Caleb Rimtobai, and of course, coming out of Chad. Um, but I'd, he describes himself as a guitarist, first and foremost. So I asked him when the guitar came into the picture, and uh, he explained that he plays what he calls a sitar. But when he showed it to me, it was different from the sitar I know from North Africa. Um, you know, the very polished instrument this was much more of uh, an indigenous beautiful indigenous hand carved instrument I, I don't know if that's the right uh, uh, appellation sitar in english but we call it kende in, in my in, in sara how many strings does it have depends the one i had when i was uh, young was four and but this one is uh, about eight so it depends of uh, the region and where is, where is it from? And then, uh, then I yeah, then I get the guitar in church in the the choir of the church, and I started to try to make the sound of the sitar on the guitar. And uh, yeah, then we have this band with my brothers and sisters. The band uh, was called Hsau, and we use a, a lot of our vocals to sing because. Having a guitar at this time was very rare. So sometimes I have three chords on the guitar. So we, we, we have a one hour show just with the acapellas, vocals, as they do in South Africa. Five, nine. Beautiful sounds bringing together the ancient and the future in Jamena Lamana from Afrotronics. That one uh, was released as a single three years ago. And uh, of course, he's going to be playing right here in Joburg at the Baseline Festival on the 20th of, uh, of May. And then he's going to be moving to Swaziland to play at Bushfire 26th to the 28th of May. And uh, yeah, you've got to get there to see them either at both
or at one. But of course, I'll also be at bushfires. I think you better come there as well. Catch him and Joe Berg. Catch both of us when we are there in Swaziland. Speaking uh, to Afrotronics, um, you know, he comes from Chad, but he's now based in Canada. And I, I wondered about uh, um, at what point did he decide to move to Canada? We had this band with my brothers. Uh, uh, yeah, I was we were very young, and there was a French uh, uh, competition, music competition around the Francophonie. Uh, that so we won from couple uh, Central African countries. So we've been chosen to come and represent our country. That's how we come in Canada, and we were yeah we won the third place from among fourteen countries, and so we have interest of people asking for the shows and and couple of stuff uh, linked to the polit- political situation in the country as well. There were we had a couple of songs that we are not allowed to sing. And but here excitement, competition, we just boom, play them. So we get scared to to go back. This is how I end up here. And who or what exactly is Afrotronics? I would say Afrotronics is a is a character, a musical character that is um Having have this uh, Afrofuturism philosophy of bringing the ancient knowledge to the to the actual generation, I would call, put this big like that. Uh, what I try to do with with the art is just uh, talk to this gen- African generation first and humanity in general that we need to recycle this old knowledge. Because there have been so many great things, and we kind of keep on producing. But uh, so uh, the the idea is going going back to try to redefine uh, a future that maybe fits better with who we are. Because we've been trying to have a better life, but with the progress development, it feels like uh, we're not that happy. So I think there is a couple things that. We should know because they experienced this first, the, uh, the ancestors. So yeah, it's, it's it's this character, musical character, that trying to redefine the future according to ancestral values. I would yeah, that's how I can, and uh, so the the universe of music maybe. I'm Nikki B, and uh, of course, that was uh, Afrotronics. Track is called Solal. It came out as a single as well a couple of years ago. You must check the video on it on YouTube. It really is a rich, rich visual. I'd highly recommend it. But speaking to Afrotronics, and I wondered because I realized as I was listening to his work, reading his story, that uh, he really does see music as a very important medium. It's a big part in 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 my culture because we so many things go through music um, in Sara tribe when there is a birth there is a song and when there is a death or funerals so we express our emotions through through music and, um, and music is everywhere uh, we wake up in the morning at home is music uh, before eating we sing a song after eating when the food is good so for me, it's very present. It's kind of 
a way of living. And, uh, uh, and as music is everywhere all the time, I think it's a good tool. It's a good um, medium to pass messages. And, um, and I see uh, some incredible uh, experience and incredible things as healing. Uh, we, I have this grandma that there is things that we try if people are sick and if it doesn't work, they come to her and she used songs to, to heal. And that, that was, I was, I was young at this time. And she's, I had, uh, now I have so many questions to her, but she's not <laughs> part of the world anymore. So I think uh, there is something very powerful through the music. And me, myself, I've learned so much through songs that I, I, I learned about the, the Western world that was through the songs as well. So I think, um, for me, it's one of the big, big tools to use, uh, to come to the, solution i would say sorry for my english to many things that uh, the, the world has to face and art is a uh, is a soul is is it's my heartbeat and uh, i think humanity can be healed through through the sound through the great sound and the rhythms and and, and it's very important uh, the, through the art of afrotronics the, the the transversality and the uh, universality of language as well because i use a couple, I sing in Arabic, in Sara, in French, in, I, I do speak six languages in general. And through each language, there is like, uh, this code, this algorithm, I would say. Uh, and, uh, so through, I am still open to have different way of talking, different code of humans and, so this is through my music, you, you hear all this. Afrotronics on the World Show. And of course, he'll be gracing our shores, Joburg and Swaziland this coming month, Africa Month. And uh, yes, here performing on the 20th at the Baseline Fest, uh, which also includes some of my other favorites like Sumi, Java, and uh, so many others will be performing there uh, at Conhill. And then, of course, the following weekend, moving to uh, the Bush fire festival in swaziland where i will also be playing now as i was exploring afrotronics music there's one album uh, that particularly stood out to me it's uh, it really does encompass everything that uh, he's been speaking about the fusion of uh, the ancient and the future uh, the album was called south Electronics. Um, and I wondered what the theme was and uh, what this album is about. This one was, I, 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 didn't ex, I didn't plan to put it out. It was made just for, for an event in Chad. It was when I was doing electronics, I wasn't sure if I have a blessing of, um, about some sacred rhythms. Like the song Moy Albay, this is a, a rhythm of uh, initiation in my country. And there's another song that I use my grandma uh, vocal and these rhythms are just made for some rituals. So mixing like this, I wasn't sure if people are okay in the country due to that I wanted to respect. And I tried to go back and do the very first big show in Chad. And I invited all these uh, grandma, grandfathers. I send a bus so they bring them from the village to see how they're going to react. And uh, it was a a blessing. It was crazy. After the show, they come to me and they give me blessings and say, we're so happy that you take our little voice to the world in this great environment. 
And uh, so I decided to just uh, put the, the songs out. And so it was made Sao. This is the very first uh, Chadian people that are very, very tall. The, the, like the, the native Chadian ones. Uh, so I put the Sao Tronics for you know, the feature of Sao. That is the, <laughs> the theme of this, of this album. Kaya 959. find it quite fascinating the way he transcribes indigenous rhythms uh, into electronica. Afrotronics is his name, and that one is Moyal Bai of his uh, album, Sautronics. And uh, on that album, Sautronics, there's uh, a track called Azaba, which uh, really created a lot of controversy. And I'm going to play you the track after he tells us why. What I, what I basically said in the song is uh, that the prostitute, that Azaba means prostitute in, in Chad, or uh, of a woman that is not married. Uh, so it's a dedicas, uh, dedicas. I, I was dedicating a song to um, a lady that helps me when I was young. Uh, so she's, she's, she was a prostitute and uh, she's helping me with mathematics and couple of stuff, but people don't know. And then me, uh, when I, when I get here, I was uh, asking about her. A friend came from Chad. I'm like, what of this woman? I want to help back now that I have a little money. And she said, Oh, she's gone. And I was so sad. So I was writing this song and telling uh, her story. Basically say people are sending, saying bad things about you, uh, but at night they come to your service, the same uh, people, uh, and you take their pain, take all the bad, and and go get get drunk, get drunk before the day of judgment when God will open to you doors of paradise and so that was the, the the phrase that people they didn't like how can you dare say that such a dirty person uh, gonna go in paradise and god gonna open to her a paradise and so associating god with the prostitute and kind of praising this woman that was it also was uh, forbidden not allowed to play in chat but is the most popular song now. That's what is. Uh, and the thing is, even in the Bible or in, in Quran, is is written that God is is not your actual action. It's what's in the heart. So they know that, but say that it doesn't. But I I, I like it. it. It opens a lot of conversations about uh, about the situation, about this, the way people treat this uh, woman in Chad. Because they are not necessarily doing this by choice, and there's a a lot of them in the country, and uh, and there is no security, nothing for them. So it open up on on the subject, and uh, well done. Thank, thank Zainaba for being what she was for me.
Yes, from Afrotronics, a controversial track, Azaba. And uh, yeah, that one is off, also off his album, Sautronics. Speaking to Afrotronics and, and looking at him, you know, when, when you follow him, in fact, check the videos, beautiful videos for a lot of his songs on YouTube, beautiful messages. Uh, I, I love the visuals. But even himself, the visuals are a really strong aspect. So I realized that this man works in different mediums and I wanted to know more about his work as an artist. Actually, uh, I have some responsibilities that I didn't necessarily choose at the beginning. Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the, uh, yeah, the number one artist doing this in, in Chad now. And uh, so I got this uh, popularity. It just happened. And I didn't know before going in, in Chad. I was at the airport after being chosen as the best African DJ in 2018. And the airport was packed, so I thought people came to, to welcome the president. I didn't know it was for me. That's how I discovered, oh my God, I went out and it was... And other things, I, knowing where I came came from and what is going on for me today, I, I have the responsibility of uh, telling them to the young generation that it's possible. Because what is very... The worst thing is that... Um, Chadian people or some African people start to, to lose hope. And I come here, me going all around the world, I discover that we have nothing less than others. We have the same capacity. And uh, so the self-confidence, I use music to, to tell them it's, it's possible. And you are smart enough. And it, there, is, there is nothing less than, than other people. So... Um, that being said, I, there is actually other things. I make my, my mom, my family is here now, my mama, and, and I, I wanted to, to help other, other people as a woman in my country that we know their strength in the families, their force, and, but people in the society in, in a formal way, they don't really uh, respect that or show that. But at home, everybody knows the most powerful person at home is mom. So I, I have this engagement as well to, to, to help with women. So I have other activities around. And as uh, the young, young people specifically in Chad are kind of looking at me as a model. So I, 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 I find this responsibility of uh, doing more, having going for the master classes, um, uh, talking to, some politicians about the situation in the country and opening their some eyes about the uh, digital uh, literacy, for example, things that Chad didn't, it's not like in South Africa, we're a couple years behind. So helping people in, in power to, to improve the situation for the young generation. Yes, this is the World Show and that, of course, was Afrotronics uh, with a track called Sudani featuring Sabah Lachga. And uh, don't forget, he's going to be performing both in Joburg and in Swaziland this month. And from what I've seen 
online and from what I've heard from people, his live performance is exceptional. But now one of the things that I noticed is uh, as part of his identity and his image, he always uh, wears the dom, this helmet, and carries a stick. And I wanted to know more about that. As I said, so it's, it's, it's a character, Afrotronics. Uh, with uh, with uh, uh, a mission and a philosophy of Afrofuturism. So, what, what, how I define the Afrofuturism according to Africans is to uh, um, seeing the future that is closer to our values, our ancestral values. And uh, me, in order to do that, is going back by being here, touring the world. I realize that that my contribution should come from what I knew and what people didn't know about Africa and helping to redefine uh, the narrative about Africanity. So the helmet is, um, is what we use in my, in my tradition when we go in bush, in bush for initiation. In order to become a, a, an adult, we, we have to go there two, three months, learn about uh, uh, Sara tribes and about African spirituality, about the, the roots of, of our language, the code of language. So when, when you come out, you are allowed to have some responsibilities, to marry a woman, to have some responsibility for the community. So the helmet is made of uh, wood. Uh, and I, I do the, the futuristic version to, to, yeah, to tell that I know about where I come from. So I can uh, help to do, to define what what the the future according to africans should look like yeah so so it's just it's not just through the music music is one of the elements the fashion the the visual through the show and um, through the art uh, something that i like to say is that i, I want to learn to the to the ai or to the computer how to speak how to understand the african algorithms so yeah, so it's the whole the whole thing. Kla Nga, that is the name of the song produced by Afropatronics and also featuring him. The artists are Ale. Aunties or les aunties, uh, I'll uh, say it in English. Um, now he w- actually did this um, as a part of an amazing, um, what can I say, festival, an international festival on the rights of women that took place uh, this year on the 8th of March, uh, of course, being International Women's Day. And it was uh, initiated by Afrotronics. It's a new musical project um, where he uses art to celebrate Chadian women, their strengths, talents, their dignity, their ambition. He says it's a tool dedicated to women empowerment. And that track was sung in the Sara language. Kla and Ga means domestic wife. It's a song that raises awareness on married women's rights and freedom. And uh, through those lyrics, the aunties want to remind all young girls that they too have rights, including the right to choose at any time to follow their dreams, to fulfill their professional ambitions, regardless of the opinion 
of their husbands or the men around them. Wow, he does such amazing work. Afrotronics, and I'm going to say it one more time, catch him in Joburg at Conhill. It's part of the Baseline Fest on the 20th of uh, this month. And the following weekend, he's going to be performing at Bushfire in Swaziland. And of course, so am I, and I want to see you there too. I'm Nikki B. Thank you for being with me on The World Show. One last question for Afrotronics. I wanted to know what we can expect from uh, uh, him coming to our shores. I'm so excited because I know a lot of, uh, I hear a lot of great stuff coming from South Africa and a lot of stories and I'm a fan of uh, the story of Mandela and so, so many things. And being able to play there, it's something. Musically, really, I a lot of respect for what's coming from South Africa. Um, I expect to meet uh, other great artists. Uh, there is a way to to share, and uh, I expect as well that there is a way to find like traditional traditional musicians. I would I would love that, and I think the innovation in music as well is really moving, and and something great about Ama Piano that is mainstream, uh, part of the mainstream culture today. A lot of respect. So I'm, I'm kind of want to go there and feel this and touch it or whatever and share. Yeah. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.